Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and of the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community. Now in the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community, I have the opportunity to guide founders and entrepreneurs and business owners on hiring employee number one and beyond to help give them the leadership skills necessary to create an employee experience that's gonna deliver a competitive edge for your business and to help you build a seven to eight figure business that is no longer a job, but a business that provides the financial freedom that you always wanted out of your business. Now, I know your time is valuable and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award and how to reduce business risk with proactive HR strategies that do have real world applications. So as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will actually lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through both good times and bad, how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and much, much more. So if you're ready to build a team, 10Xers that can power your business to new heights, let's get started. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and the Entrepreneur to Employer community. So today we are going to talk about the power of stay conversations. This is your path to improving employee retention, because if you do not actively focus on improving your employee retention and you wait until an employee decides to quit, it's too late. You've already missed the opportunity. So the question is, for an employee, should I stay or should I go? And employees are probably asking themselves this question more frequently than you would like to believe. So waiting for that employee to submit their resignation before asking a question is way too late. Because once an employee has decided to leave your company, they are mentally checked out. The exit interview is dead. It is a waste of your time. Do not bother conducting exit interviews. Because you're not going to get honest feedback. Most employees are going to decline an exit interview, and it's really reactive instead of proactive. Now, if you are serious about improving in retention, you need to switch to a proactive approach. How do you do that? Well, by implementing stay interviews. Now, personally, I think the term stay interview is is just an overused buzzword, but we're going to use this buzzword because it's what everybody knows. But there is a great deal of power in utilizing stay interviews to increase your retention. So today we're going to talk about what is a stay interview. We're going to talk about why you should conduct stay interviews. And we're going to talk about how you go about having these conversations. So by the time you're done listening to this episode, you're going to understand the power of the stay interview, why you should use them, and how you set the conversation up. And then the next week's podcast, I will list out 21 questions that you can utilize for your stay interviews. Now, you don't have to use all 21 in one stay interview. That's a lot but it's going to give you a library of questions that you can utilize as you cycle through your stay interviews with employees. First and foremost, understanding what a stay interview is. A stay interview is a tool that your organization can use to gauge why, especially your high-performing team members, are staying with your company. Now, it's a rather informal conversation between you and the employee. So that's one of the key differences between this and an exit interview. Exit interviews are very formal. These stay interviews, they're just conversations. They're going to be designed to be informal. 
You don't want them to have a lot of pressure wrapped around them. The stay interview term might suggest that it's meant to keep employees from leaving. That's not the primary purpose of it. It's more about gathering valuable feedback from your employees and continuously improving employee satisfaction and engagement. Now, stay interviews differ from exit interviews in a variety of ways. One of the most obvious differences lies within the timing of the interview. An exit interview takes place after an employee has resigned, while a stay interview is conducted with the current employees. Now, why should you conduct stay interviews? I will give you three solid reasons why you should conduct a stay interview and why it's worth your time and energy to invest into this. Number one, to improve your employee retention. That's what I discussed when we started this episode. Stay interviews are a proactive way for you to increase and improve employee retention. When you ask the right questions, a stay interview can give you a tremendous amount of insight into what people love about working for you and the company. And they will also tell you what needs to be improved. Now, let's say, for example, that 7 out of 10 interviewees feel like they're not getting enough recognition for their work. Implementing a simple employee or peer recognition program might be just enough to solve the issue. That might boost employee experience and, by extension, improve your employee retention rate. Reason number two you should conduct stay interviews is to get valuable feedback. I have found in my experience that employee surveys that are sent out digitally don't always give us a great amount of feedback. Some employees choose not to answer them. Information is vague. I firmly believe that these stay conversations, these stay interviews, and the one-to-one interaction is going to give you more valuable feedback to work with than just doing a paper or digital survey. But the point of getting the feedback is because without data, you're just another person with an opinion and an often heard quote. And for good reason, since this is so important, it drives your employee experience to get that feedback from them. Now, you may think you know exactly why people love working for your company, right? Because we're all the heroes in our own movie. We We think we know why they like working for us, but oftentimes what we think and what they think are not aligned. Right? You may think that they love working here because of their awesome colleagues, the challenging projects we give them, the great culture, professional development we provide, or maybe all of the above. But in reality, your employees may want to stay because of the flexibility they get, the autonomy about their decisions, and the opportunities that you're able to give them for career development, for climbing into new positions and getting new challenges. Fact of the matter is, is that you simply don't know what's keeping them there until you ask them. So before you start doubling down on something you think people may want, it's best to gather their feedback during a stay interview. This way, you double down on what they actually want. The third reason why you should conduct stay interviews is to boost employee satisfaction and employee experience. Right? Stay interviews are a useful engagement strategy. They allow you to identify pain points and areas of improvement before they become reasons for people to start looking for greener pastures. Don't give them a reason to look for a new opportunity. Be proactive. Get in front of it. But there are, however, two conditions for the stay interview engagement strategy to actually work. First, there has to be a trusting relationship between the manager and the team member if they are to have an honest conversation about what's not working for them. If that trusting relationship doesn't exist, then your stay interviews are not going to be effective. So before you roll out your stay interviews, you need to make sure that your relationships with your people are solid, that they trust you, and that they are willing to open up without fear of retaliation. And number two, 
you are going to need to act on the feedback that you gather during the stay interviews, and you're going to need to make palpable changes. Okay, if you get feedback and don't act upon it, people will just become more disengaged because they will feel that they spent the time to tell you what they thought needed to happen, and you did nothing with the information. So this can backfire on you if you do not take the information and do something with it. So how should you go about having these conversations? That's another great question. Let's look at some of the practical aspects of conducting a stay interview, right? Who should be doing it? How long should it take? When's the best time for an interview? So here is your roadmap to how you should go about having these conversations. Number one, start small. You don't have to conduct stay interviews with every single employee. Focus on your long-term high performers and high potentials to begin with. Number two, make stay interviews a regular activity. Regular can mean different things to different companies, but I'd say try and conduct a stay interview at least two times per year. Number three, determine when the interview will take place. There are a few things to keep in mind here. For starters, it doesn't make much sense to conduct a stay interview with an employee who just started working for your organization because they're not fully settled into their role in the company yet, right? That's a different conversation. Those are the conversations that you have with new employees a couple of weeks that they've been on and recap their onboarding experience. So it's a different conversation. Also, don't add the stay interview to people's formal performance reviews. Make these separate activities. Lastly, try to schedule your stay interviews within a relatively short period of time. This will allow you to gather all the feedback and if necessary, act upon it without leaving it unaddressed for too long a period of time. Number four. Decide who will lead the stay interview. If you're a founder and everybody reports to you, that's easy. You're conducting it. If you've built a bit of a team and you have a few direct reports, then it might be they're the ones that do it. If you have an HR department, I recommend that the managers still do the interviews, right? It makes sense for managers to conduct these interviews because they should have a stronger, more trusting relationship with the people that they lead. However, if your managers are new, haven't been in the role very long, I would strongly suggest that you develop a training for them on how to properly conduct a stay interview. Give them the tools they need to be successful in executing the stay interviews. Okay, next, number five, schedule enough time. Typically, a stay interview is going to want to last between 30 minutes to an hour. Whatever you do, you don't want to make the team member feel like the stay interview is rushed. Right, so book 45 minutes. If you don't use it all, that's okay. Six, structure the interview. Create that stay interview template so that each of your managers or you follow the same structure each and every time so that the employee, all the employees get asked the same questions. Now, like I mentioned, next week's podcast, I'm going to talk about 21 different questions you can ask in different categories. So that will be a library of resources for you so that when you do the stay interview in six months with the same employee, You can ask some of the same questions. You can mix up different questions. You will have a library of questions in which to work with. Next, ask relevant questions. Now, as obvious as this may seem, it's also the core of an effective stay interview. Those relevant questions will become available on next week's podcast. Next, gather all the answers in the same place. Eventually, the information gathered during the stay interview is going to have to be analyzed and if if you want to be able to take action. So if you utilize an HRIS system, such as the system we offer, which is, it's called a swipe clock system, and it's a full HRIS system, human resource information system, where you can put data in about conversations with employees, 
you can now capture all that data into one place. At a minimum, you write it into a notebook. Next, when you're done with all of the stay interviews, you're going to want to summarize the data. I'm sorry, that's the next step. Before you do that, you're going to want to wrap up your interview and you need to recap and summarize with the employee the key reasons that they are staying and also discuss anything that they'd like to see improved, right? Make sure you recap everything with that employee so that you avoid any misunderstandings. Make sure you both walk away from that conversation with the same understanding for their reasons, what they like, what they don't like, and what's going on. Then you take the data and you want to look for patterns and trends. You detect any reasons why employees would stay or why they might be considering leaving. Identify these and also look to identify if employees are bringing up the same issue. This will help you find ways to strengthen the positive, deal with the negative, and provide solutions for improvement. Last but not least, take action. An exclamation point is in order here. Stay interviews can be instrumental in keeping your employees happy and increasing both loyalty and employee experience. But, and this is a big but, this only happens if you take their feedback seriously and act when necessary. I can't stress it enough that you have to act when necessary. Okay, so that wraps up this episode of the Entree to Employer podcast, where we've discussed the power of stay conversations and how they are a path to improving your employee retention. Next week's episode, I will do a deep dive into 21 questions that you can utilize to structure your stay interviews or stay conversations, whatever you'd like to grow them. I do want to ask a favor. Our mission is to impact a million founders and business owners positively. So if you found this podcast helpful, do me a favor, subscribe to it, and leave us a comment. I read all the comments, and I we utilize them to make each and every episode better. And if you know somebody that you think would benefit from this episode, do them a favor, grab the link for this episode, text it over to them and say, hey, I just listened to this episode on Stay Interviews, and I think you could use this in your business and help spread this podcast to more founders, business owners, and entrepreneurs. That wraps up this week's episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week, and we will see you all next week.